I'm good. This is the Patriots Training Camp Cast. The Patriots Training Camp Cast is your source for all the news from Patriots Training Camp. Well, I do still watch the news. Practice is over, but the writers of Patriots.com have you covered. What did I miss yesterday? Now, here to review today's practice, the writers of Patriots.com. All right, the sixth practice of Patriots Training Camp 2022 is in the books, the second padded practice, and we are here to get you guys caught up on everything that happened here at Gillette Stadium today on Tuesday, August 2nd. This is Mike Dussault, joined by Paul Perillo, Evan Lazar, Patriots.com. We're all out there today, guys. It was a hot one. Day two of pads, and uh, I'm going to start with you, Paulie. What, what, what's a big takeaway you had uh, from day two here uh, in pads? <sighs> Just oh. a, lo- a lot more of the, uh, the the defensive front, I think, really controlling the line of scrimmage. Uh, that, to me, was the, a constant of both days. You know, running game, passing game, consistently pushing the pocket, making Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi sort of pull the ball down and improvise. The offense not really looking overly cohesive, and I think it's all started up front. I think the, the, the defensive front, uh, front seven, for the the Patriots has really controlled things yeah, really in in both days. Yeah, certainly not not great from the offense the last couple days, but uh, not totally devoid, Evan, of, of a couple good plays, a couple guys standing out here and there. Who are a couple of positive guys on the offense you think uh, have had a good day, day and a half here? It seems like the receiving core is trading off good days, right? Which I think speaks to the fact that they – might be one of those teams that has good depth but doesn't necessarily have that number one guy, and that's okay. One week it might be Kendrick Bourne goes off, the next week it's Nelson Aguilar, and today that's who it was in practice going right down the right sideline against uh, Justin Bethel in coverage and went right by him as you hope he would and, and caught a deep ball from Mac Jones about 40, 45 yards in the air. When the opportunity has been presented to them, by the things going on up front, which I think we'll probably talk about, and as Paul just touched on, the downfield passing has been a little bit more available, I would say, than what we saw last year. It does seem like Aguilar and Mack have a little bit more chemistry going into year two. Tyquan Thornton can certainly get up the field, as we know. Devontae Parker has that element to his game as well. So stretching the field is one thing that, again, when the offensive line is held up and everything has allowed them to do that it has looked a lot better this year so far so paul mentioned the defensive front and and certainly christian barmore is a guy that everybody's got their eyes on we've had a couple days of of one-on-one in pads he's just a handful uh he doesn't win every rep but he at least comes close i think every time uh god bless the offensive linemen that have to that have to deal with him uh from a snap to snap basis um but overall, are you buying on the defensive front? And we have big questions on the secondary, too. Are you buying on this defense right yeah. now and the type of performance they're, they're putting I forth? I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to really make that um, evaluation based off of how little we've seen. Uh, I, do th- I, I buy on Barmore for sure. I think he's terrific. But I don't know if the defense's edge in play over the majority of the first week here has been about that or about uh, the lack of execution on offense which is, to me, precipitated by the stuff that, you know, Evan talked about with, you know, the transition that the offense is going through. We talked about it a lot on on Patriots Unfiltered as well. So I want to temper, you know, the the -the over-the-top praise of the defense. I think the defense has controlled things for the most part in every practice that we've seen, probably with the exception of the very first one. 
but at the same time, the offense is the one that's making some wholesale changes. So yeah, well, let's, reserve judgment. Yeah, let, let's set you up for that, Evan, and, and a little bit of the offensive wholesale changes. Uh, you know, just obviously we're Patriots.com. We're not, we're not going to break down the uh, – we're not going to send out the, uh, the playbook or anything. But, uh, you know, just generally what have you kind of seen from the offense and, and how do you feel like they're kind of evolving? What direction are they pointing in? It's definitely more of – a Shanahan E type of look to it from what we've seen over the last two padded practices in particular. And I think whenever you try to implement that type of scheme and not to sugarcoat it, because quite frankly, the running game for the first two days of pads has not looked good. It's, it's been a slow burn here, but you, you patience, I think is the key word, right? Where when you're implementing a scheme like this, it is a very big difference from what they've done in the past. And it is a scheme that is predicated on timing the rhythm the timing of the blocking up front and the cutback lanes presented to the running backs and things like that it all has to go in concert and that's going to take some time and steal from bill belichick they don't play a regular season game tomorrow so they have another month or here so or here to really work through some of those things and i think right now what you're seeing with the offensive line in pass protection at times too is not physical limitations it's not guys blowing blocks it's not guys getting beat it's more so well who's got that guy right you know what are, what are we doing here how are we getting to this block there and figuring those things out is going to take time and repetition yeah i think that's a good point because i don't i don't think it's as much about not being good enough as it is not really being sure what they're doing i, I agree with evan's assessment on that um the good news is from a health standpoint just to get everybody up to speed on you know what's going on they're they're a pretty healthy roster. I mean, it's still Brian Hoyer's been out the last couple of days. Bill Belichick said this morning, doesn't expect that to be uh, much longer. Uh, and then James White still on PUP, and the two rookie offensive linemen Hines and Stuber are on uh, NFI. But overall, you're starting to get um, the players that that are open camp on lists back into the mix. We're seeing more. Miles Bryant, Jonathan Jones, Jabril Pepper's been a little slower acclimation. David Andrews has been out there taking reps 11 on 11. So uh, while a, a lot of the league is sort of dealing with some some health issues here at the start of camp, the Patriots are pretty healthy. All right, well, that'll wrap up this edition of the CampCast. If you guys want even more, uh, go over to Patriots Unfiltered episode we re- recorded today, uh, two hours worth. We really dive deep into everything that's been going on here in the first six days of practice. But we'll be back tomorrow with another edition. we got a couple more practices. They're going to be in stadium Friday night, and then next week the Giants come to town. We're just about a week away from the Patriots' first preseason game. So hit us back up tomorrow, and we'll be sure to brief you guys on everything that happens out here at Gillette Stadium. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.